0: Welcome back to the Wisdom and the Arts Podcast, broadcasting live through CoopRadio.com. I'm happy that you're here. I have a very wonderful guest. Uh, please introduce yourself.
1: Hello, my name's Catherine. Um, yeah, I met Dylan at <laughs> Coop Talk and yeah. he gave a talk about Kanye West and we've been best friends ever since
0: you know, uh, day one you know <laughs> yeah, uh but sure. we're gonna talk about self-love and self-esteem and uh all of the goodness that comes with that and yeah but before we begin we gotta plug where you can receive this podcast we are broadcasting live on cougaradio.com or through the radio fx app we are on facebook.com slash the Many arts we're on the apple podcast page and podcast.com um yeah that's a lot that's a lot of things I <laughs> I definitely don't keep up with all of them but that's okay you know I I try my hardest but uh yeah so let's let's talk about this wisdom in the arts episode I forgot which episode I'm on I'm just gonna say like drop
1: 503
0: I, I I I would go a little bit under the dark right. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess like 17 Okay. That sounds right. Pretty good number. But, uh, yeah. Uh, episode 17. So, Kat, you gave a coup talk. Uh, a coup talk about self-esteem and, um, and you know, like, just feeling confident in yourself. And, I, I mean, I loved it. But at the same time, like, I you know, I, I think that that is such a, a topic that needs to be talked about um, more openly and more mm-hmm. commonly. Because, it, it, you know, like, studies and everything show that people are feeling less and less better about themselves and everything like that so uh there there really is no good way to dive into such a like a deep topic like this but when did you like start going through like questions about your self-esteem or start having that like thought process of oh you know like I am not enough
1: um so I mentioned in my kook talk that um the first time that I started really battling with it was uh when I was 13 um, But I think it really started at, like, 9 or 10 whenever my mom would, like, mention things about my weight. And, mm-hmm. like, it never registered with me, you know, mm-hmm. like, wow, maybe I am not worthy or, like, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Until my mom, like, brought it up. And I think, like, it, at first it started off slow. But then I think 13 was, like, the prime of it all whenever I realized, like, dang, I'm not good enough. And, like, I really don't think that I'm, like, okay with who I am. Um, So I think... I mean, I think it's a pretty young age to, like, start something like oh, that. yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. I, I kind of went through, like, my first, like, real bout with it when I was, oh, boy, uh, 15? That sounds right. Just mm-hmm. because uh, just because I... It started as a way to, uh, to like, you know, improve myself and be like, yeah. oh, you know, like, all your peers are getting better grades or, you know, are funny or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so then I kind of took it as, like, a challenge. Yeah. And then that's a completely healthy thing to do don't get me wrong but um you know there the, there is a point where it can harm you because you're always measuring yourself up to uh this next person For and sure, and, yeah. and then if you pass that goal then there's always a next person and that and it becomes a spiral of just always uh, finding someone who's better than you even yeah, though exactly. even though they probably struggle with the same thing mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah i i completely agree with that and i think like a part of that um well for me i think a big part of like my um self-hate or like um I guess, like, doubting myself came from, like, my upbringing, because mm-hmm. I am Vietnamese-American, and, like, tr- my parents are very traditional. Yeah. Um, and so they, like, you know, you're supposed to be, like, a certain type. Like, as a woman, like, I'm supposed to be a certain type, and, like, I don't, sometimes I don't feel like I fit that, and my parents reiterate it a lot. Mm. Um, so I think that's why I kind of started to, like, so young. But then, like, I mean, like I said in my coop talk, uh, eventually that's something that I developed more by myself. Uh, so, yeah.
0: hmm Absolutely, I there I am I am doing a research paper about this right now about uh, self love. Uh, well, yes. Uh, it's called um social comparison theory. Okay. And it's, mm, I gotta I gotta bring out the actual definition. Uh, <laughs> um, according to Festinger's social social comparison theory, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, people who compare themselves with those who are similar to them typically produce. I, Accurate appraisals of their capabilities and beliefs. Comparisons are more sensible when the comparison target has the same aspects, such as gender or age, with the person making the comparison. So I think that I think that a lot of people, um, a lot of people, when they have these people to like look up to, or like you know, people are like, oh, you know, you aren't blank enough. You mm-hmm. aren't you know, insert adjective here enough. Uh, there, there's always a standard that is. That is someone or something that is close to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. for 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 me, the number one person that I use as like a, okay, like I gotta get better at insert thing here was my brother. Just mm-hmm. as you know, like he, he he's still cool, but like he was really <laughs> cool to me back then, and like he still is. But mm-hmm. you know, like I was always like, man, you know, I just wish that I was as cool as him. Yeah, you know. Okay. Was there a specific person for you that was like that, or was it just? like uh, in general aspect of like
1: for well for me i think I, I have well i have a younger brother who yeah. is like my like my pride and joy mm-hmm. so like whenever i like wanted to um motivate myself a little bit more it, for me it was more of like what is he seeing right now like is he seeing the good parts mm-hmm. of you like how do you make yourself look good so that your little brother can like follow in the same footsteps mm-hmm. so like it wasn't so much of like i want to be like him i mean now it is because he's like super smart but, like, before, it was, like, how am I going to make myself look for my little brother? Like, I want to be a good role model. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. Is that,
0: yeah. Absolutely. It is, it is this, uh, It like, pressure to, you know, be a good example mm-hmm. is something that is, you know, experienced whether you're the president or of, of an organization and you know like all these employees are looking up to you or you know it's a it's a big brother. Although I am the youngest in my family oh, okay. I, I, I definitely felt that with um, underclassmen or, mm. you know, people who were insert that were in I'm using that term a lot. Insert I said, insert, here, insert insert insert
1: insert,
0: here. insert different word for insert here. But uh, yeah, I, I think that I think that, you know, there is this pressure to to set a good example and that mm-hmm. definitely isn't a bad thing but it, it shouldn't be overpowering yeah you know yeah. i i found myself questioning every decision before i made it which is healthy mm-hmm. uh, at a certain point but then afterwards i'd be like okay you know what's that the right choice like mm-hmm. i've just analyzing everything and mm. that's just not a good way to live because then you will always find you know high is 2020 and, and you will always find like something quote unquote better you could yeah. have done but that's just not possible in the moment
1: yeah i think there comes like a perfect medium I, i'm not saying that i'm like a know-it-all on the subject because i'm definitely guilty of like always finding myself wanting to be better um in the sense of trying to like impress other people but i think you find like a perfect medium between Um, kind of letting it come natural to you like for me I try very very hard to just like live my best life I know that's such like a cliche thing to say no no yeah Yeah, so I try try to live my best life in hopes that it motivates someone or like it encourages my little brother for instance to work hard and to never give up Um, and, and I hope that the way that I decide to um, present myself in just the way that I uh, talk about myself, the, the the work ethic that I have, mm. and everything that I do. It's very intentional, and I try to, um, without even thinking about it now, um, try to be the the best, the best me that I can, um in hopes that someone else can see me and be Mm -hmm. like that's who I want to be yeah
0: you know yeah you 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 hit a note that's like uh you're always trying to be better and Mm -hmm. I I think that that's a very admirable characteristic in terms of you know like always seeking to improve some aspect of your life Mm -hmm. and never settling there is a point though that is like okay like you have to step back and think okay you know I've made a lot of improvement, I've made a lot of progress on yeah. myself, and I, like, that's something to be proud of, Yeah, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, and I think that that is such a, like, that, that step of stepping back, taking a moment to breathe, and think about, you know, how you changed, how you've grown, yeah. is a step that's just forgotten, because, you yeah. know, it's all about, oh, you know, I gotta wake up, because the grind don't stop. Yeah. Or, like, it's always about
1: like improving yourself. But sometimes it's I, I think it's okay to stay stagnant sometimes. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. There, there comes times when whenever uh you're pushing yourself too much and it's not really healthy anymore mm-hmm. and it's just better for you to stay where you're at and like better yourself in that in that place that you're in mm-hmm. and then start getting better. Yeah, yeah. There yeah.
0: there there definitely should be a hope for the future and like, mm-hmm. you know, doing things to make that future better. However, you know, also you're in the present. Yeah. And you have to be happy with what you're doing and who you are as a person yeah. right now mm-hmm. because then otherwise in the future you will still be unhappy with yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I totally get that. Yeah. And like for me, I didn't always think about like getting better or like doing better. I don't think that really occurred to me because I struggled so much with just like liking myself. Mm. And especially, like, in college, um, we have so many things to worry about that you Mm. don't really think about, like, taking the time to better yourself, like, and we let other things define, like, our self-worth, like, grades, for instance. I was literally crying last night, because I was like, dang, I have to drop this class, but... Like, why do we need to let that define you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think it's okay to get emotional and be upset and to be a little bit disappointed in yourself, but not letting those type of trivial issues, like, get in the way of your self-worth. Because at yeah. the end of the day, I know that I love myself and that I respect myself and that I'm trying to be the best that I can. And if these grades in um, what other people think of me get in the way, then th- that's not really me loving myself
0: yeah so. no absolutely i agree i want to i want to touch about grades Yo,
1: in yeah in particular
0: but we're gonna do that after this song Ooh. this <laughs> is uh this is off of uh monkey business that the black eyed peas album before they sold out uh this <laughs> uh, i mean they did that's a fact um you can fight me all you want uh this is don't lie off of monkey business
2: my signature, and I apologize for what I did to you, cause what you did to me, I did to you, no, 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 baby, no, 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 don't lie, no, 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 yeah, no, 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 you got i'm leaving because she can't take the pain it's hard to continue this love it ain't the same can't forget the things that i've done inside her brain too many lies committed too many
0: welcome back to the wisdom in the arts podcast i'm here talking to my good friend cat thank you <laughs> thank you for staying of course i appreciate it uh we're so we're talking about grades and we were just having a discussion about how uh it it is a it is a it is a number or, or it's a letter but that thing can dictate how like how your day goes Mm, how you feel about yourself yourself, absolutely absolutely uh in 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 high school I didn't really care the first semester of my freshman year but then uh well we got our ranks and my rank was not where I wanted to be Mm -hmm. and so then that next semester I was like all right like grind don't stop like here we go and did it improve yes but I I let you know this number on on the grade portal or whatever the grade checker website was (laughs) i i let that number dictate how i feel about myself yeah and that's just not a way to live at all
1: yeah i think especially being in school we forget that like our lives are so much more than just what you make in high school Mm -hmm. like the grades that you make on your papers your exams like you're i think we tend to revolve ourselves around it so much that we get it like twisted in our head like if I don't make an A on this test, then, you know, I, I'm I'm nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think that it's so easy for people in school, especially, or even people who, like, work or do anything that's, like, even remotely competitive, you start turning it around in your head um, mm. and making it seem like your whole life revolves around it when, in actuality, like, your life is so much more than, like, what you make in high school or, like, what you make in college. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that in, in, in high school the pressure to do better was a little bit um more present because because college was uh, was always that oh you know like your grades and your sat and your ACT scores will dictate your future Mm -hmm. quote unquote which you know it does to a certain extent but it's not like oh oh you got an 89 and not a 90 well congrats you know living a completely different life than <laughs> what you dreamed of or anything <laughs> like that it, it's such it is um it is such a pressure and it gets even it gets even uh higher like towards you know like your top five percent your top four you're like you know your top 10 it's it's this this ferocious like i i will do anything to get a better grade and while you know it's good to want good grades and to you know make active strides to achieve them grades should not be the number one priority in your life because then because then you know like that's all your all your life becomes to you you know yeah yes you might be in clubs you might have friends whatever Mm -hmm. it may be but that that drive to always do better academically will just completely ruin you you yeah
1: i think academics like they it changes you like Mm. especially for people who like for you and me like in college it's a different kind of um worry you know it's like it gives Mm. you a different kind of anxiety because you're not only putting so much like time and effort you're also putting money Mm. in and you're you're spending so much time on these things, and whenever you don't get the result that you wanted, um, I think it, it really takes a toll on on us.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I think that uh, I the, the the phrase is like, oh, you know, you get an E for effort, like, yeah. okay, cool, <laughs> well, whatever, but uh, being, being not only uh, okay, but being happy, knowing that you put your full effort into mm-hmm. a class, into a project, into an essay— uh, and regardless of what your grade is, being satisfied that you tried your hardest, mm-hmm. I think that that is such, like, it, that is the mindset that we should all strive to get. But again, we we determine who we are, like, our our self-worth based on a letter.
2: Yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, uh, finding that balance of, like, do I, do I want an A? Yes. And I'm going to try my hardest to get there, but if I don't achieve that, I'm also fine knowing that I try my absolute hardest, and, yeah. I, and that and that like self reflection is just it's it becomes harder and harder to do. You yeah. know when when there's so many people around you, you know doing so much better in yeah, the same yeah. class.
1: Yeah, and well, like I, you and I were talking about it earlier, and um, there's like I was saying that like there's a very distinct line between like trying your absolute best mm-hmm. and realizing that after what your best is is like a very unhealthy mm. um an un- un- unhealthy thing to do to yourself yeah and like you know yourself best so if you know that you tried your best and that should at the end of the day it should be um something that you should come to terms with but if you if you're you know failing a class and you know you didn't try your best like that's something that you really need to sit back and like reevaluate like why didn't I try my best like what's going on Mm. um there there's just to me a very distinct line between the two Mm. um and either way like you shouldn't let that get in the way of your self-worth you should very much just be reevaluating and evaluating like over and over again you know like is this well first of all like for me I'm a bio major Mm. um and I was like you know is bio for me like I'm not sure it is but I, I wanted it, so I kept going with it, and there are times when I'm like, "dang, like this really isn't for me, but I try so hard to not let that like get in the way of how I see myself because at the end of the day, like I know that whatever I do like is not it's not going to dictate my self worth and like how much I love myself
2: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely yeah. you know finding that you know like I may not be great at what I'm doing right now, I may yeah. not you know be absolutely uh achieving everything that i want right now in my life but mm-hmm. i know that uh i in that like i am a great human being i'm a great <laughs> yeah uh, i'm a great a sibling super great human like being. <laughs> like sibling daughter and son boyfriend girlfriend whatever it may be like i know that i'm a great this mm-hmm. and you know this number is not going to change that
1: yeah and i think it's so like I don't know. I just feel like self-love isn't talked about enough. And I think we're slowly starting to talk about yeah. it. But, like, where was that, like, like two, three years ago? Yeah. You know, we don't spend time um, thinking about, like, you know, how should I be loving myself? And, like, what should I do to take care of myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think a lot of people tend to think it's a little bit selfish, you know, to take time away for yourself or to drop a class because it's just not working out right now. Like, mm. I, I think people... Um people don't realize that self love is like essential to success and like living your best life and um just being okay. Like mm-hmm. people uh get sad and they're like, I, I really don't know why and it's like, have you been loving yourself? Because like yeah. it's such a huge factor of mm-hmm. just living, yeah, you yeah. know?
0: I like uh the 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 active emotion of I am okay with who I am is yeah. Hard. It, yeah. it, it, it 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 it's really difficult. It feels tr- cause, weird. Cause yeah,
1: like, I freaking love myself. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It feels weird to say yeah, that. Yeah, because because
0: because it's like you'll think it or you know like you'll say it and you're just like, ooh, like I'm selfish or like yeah. I'm like or like I'm like a very egotistical person now. Like I'll never say that ever again. But it's not even that. It's just a fact of you know like I I really appreciate who I am as a person right now. Yeah, and that's and you know that's something to celebrate
1: yeah and you know what's wild like loving myself has allowed me to love like people on such a like I don't know it's such like a deep level like I'm Mm. I like love everyone like so much Mm. and and I feel like because I've like opened this door for myself of like oh yeah like I do really love myself and I need to take care of myself and I come first it's really allowed me to like fall in love with like the little things or like other Mm. people or like love all of my friends on such like a different level than I was able to before and I I really attribute that to like finding love in myself and it sounds so cheesy like saying it out loud is really weird but
0: no I yeah I I, I absolutely agree it becomes you know like when you're you can love those around you without Mm. feeling 100% confident in yourself Mm. but when you know that you are indeed worthy of love Mm -hmm. but you also want to share love with those that you want to share love with it becomes so much more fuller and not this sense of like oh I don't love myself so I'm gonna love those around me but rather like I love myself and because of that I'm gonna love those Uh, around me and it's this it's it's this new type of of love not in like a Mm -hmm. I it's like I owe you because you're a great person and you make my life better mm-hmm. but 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 in a more sense of like i love myself but i also love you and i you know life is better with you yeah. but like <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it, yeah is the the entire topic of self love really isn't it, it, it's becoming more and more common and it's great and it's necessary but yeah. it's it is as weird like what's the line between like being selfish and being, you know, cocky, and the line between, you know, like this is genuinely, you know, I appreciate who I am and what I'm yeah. doing. So, yeah, on, so and far. I
1: mean, I have people tell me, um, like, don't you think loving yourself, like, so much is, like, a little bit selfish? And um, I mean, like, I, I keep referring back to my Kook Talk because, like, I really feel like I hit every point that I really have struggled with. Um, and, and one of those points was, you know, don't you think you're a little bit selfish for, you know, loving yourself so much and like, maybe a little bit, but like, who cares? Like sometimes you, you have to be a little bit selfish. Like, how are you going to live your best life and not be a little bit selfish? You can't be worrying about other people all the time. you got to worry about yourself sometimes. And, um, one of my favorite quotes that I like always refer back to, especially, um, whenever I'm like really struggling, cause I still have those days um is um it's okay if you love saving other people it's okay if you like saving the world saving other people and saving people that you care about but like it's okay if you only save one person and if that one person's yourself mm. um i i really resonate with that because um i'm um have you ever taken the true colors test
0: true i cannot say i have no so
1: the true colors test tells you um so there's green there's orange there's gold there's uh blue and each color represents like a different um, personality trait. So I believe green is like the analytical type.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: Gold is. Mm, I really can't say. Like I really can't remember. But I remember blue because I'm a blue. Yeah. And blue means emotional AF. Like yeah. very uh, super emotional. I feel emotional. That. Um, Yeah. And and so I really resonate with things like that and. Um, where that comes in is like I always take it upon myself to try to save other people, to try to be there for other people, to try to take care of other people, which I I think is one of my favorite qualities about myself. However, there, there comes times when like I really just can't because... I, like, how am I supposed to be there for other people or, like, love other people if I can't even love myself,
0: Exactly. you know? Exactly. So
1: um, I think that superhero, um, that saving the world type uh, mm. quote is very relatable for me and really relatable for other people as well. It's, like, one of my life mottos.
0: No, <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. It becomes, uh, there is a childish Gambino lyric okay. that is... Um, how are you gonna trust somebody if you can't trust yourself? Yeah, and and, and like it's just total. You know, you can definitely trust and love and you know um, express gratitude to, to, to the people around you. And, you know, you should, but until you can do that with yourself and like confidently do it and not yeah. be you know like questioning it, mm-hmm. it's 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 a emotion that really hasn't reached its peak yet.
1: Yeah but that's what I'm trying to say it all ties back to like how much do you love yourself Yeah. you know because if you love yourself to the fullest capacity you're going to be able to love everyone else with that same capacity like I really believe that whenever I treat other people the way that I do it, it's a exact reflection of like how I want to treat myself or like what I think I deserve you know like I'm going to love this person exactly the same way that I think I deserve that same kind of love as well
0: Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well said. Well said. <laughs> uh, we're gonna play a quick, uh, quick, 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 quick song. I just, <laughs> I gotta choose it real quick. Oh yeah. uh This is Green Day. Also with an album that was good before they became popular. This is When I Come Around off of, um I don't know, but here, it's a good one. Yeah. Here's Green Day. <laughs> i mm. We have to do an ad read, and we're going to do a quick Q&A afterwards. But not a Q&A. Uh, rapid fire. Rapid uh, fire. I'm so g- yeah, ready. A speed round. But also, have you heard the song Tijuana Taxi by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass? Me?
1: No. Yeah. Okay. Really well, not.
0: D- all right. I do... I do every ad read <laughs> to this song, just because... I don't... Like... Okay. You know, could I do it without music? Yeah. But... If
1: but I'm, should you? No. No. Cause,
0: music. Because if I'm going to bow down to commercialism, <laughs> I'm doing it my way, you know? And if that means a brass band with, like, a, like a nice horn honk yeah, in it, go for that's it. what I'm going to do. Go All for right. it. Uh, All right. Fest sounds by Houston, May 6th, from the San Houston Racetrack. Artists include J. Cole, Migos, Cardi B, Playboy Cardi, Trippy Red, oh, and yeah. Ski Mask the Slump God. I actually didn't Big know. Names. Yeah. It, Party K.
1: All right.
0: I honestly might go, dude. Yeah. I, I okay. I, I'm 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 soul, now. aren't yeah. you? Okay. I mean I. I'm reading the ad read, and I'm and i okay. special <laughs> guests include D, Trey, The Truth, and DJ Mister Rogers. I didn't know that he was disc, <laughs> <Spitting gist, laughs> all right but okay. for more information log on to jimblaya.com that is j-m-b-l-y-a dot com uh get your tickets at jimblaya.com slash tickets dash houston stay tuned for kug radio's coverage of jimblaya fest only on kug radio okay let's do rapid fire questions all right, all right? i'm ready. all right Kat, you ready yeah right. yeah let's go all right first question pins are they better with blue or black ink? Black ink, easily. Favorite fast food restaurant?
1: Ooh, uh, McDonald's. I mean, that sounds terrible, with their fries, like, go-to fries.
0: A movie? <laughs> a movie that everybody loves, but you just couldn't get into.
1: Um, Forrest Gump.
0: Ooh. I can't. Right. I could never finish that. All right. Jorts, yay or nay? Jorts. Uh,
1: nay. Male jorts? Definitely nay (laughs) Nay 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 No way
0: (laughs) Is queso a condiment?
1: Heck yes it's a condiment
0: Okay uh, The first song that, that you slow danced to And what age you were when you slow danced to it
1: Um You know the, old, the My first dance was with this guy in high school. Okay. Yeah, his name was Kevin Finsky. Kevin. Yeah, I tell him that all the time. i like, hey, remember that time you gave me my first Logan, But I honestly don't remember what song it was to, but it was my senior year in high school.
0: Okay. Yeah, all yeah.
1: Right. Oh, no, my junior year in high
0: school. Okay.
1: Yeah, starting it young. Final question.
0: <laughs> Final question. Favorite Disney song?
1: Um be up man, you must be swift
0: as a ghost. Okay,
1: okay, alright. Good pick, good pick. All right, Mulan, you know what? Yes.
0: That was a good Or under good the
1: one. sea. I loved Ariel so much. She brushed her hair with a fork. That's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> She's only, a role model too Yeah, The only reason why I loved Ariel is because yeah. she
0: brushed her hair with a fork. She she had uh she had the thing she had the thingamajigs. The thingamajigs in and... the the the, the what do what's
1: the do what's galore or something like that.
0: Let's play a game something called that Plenty. Google.
1: Uh, <laughs> are we googling her yeah, lyrics? Yeah, I am all definitely right.
0: googling her lyrics. I also, all right, here we go. The lyrics are, um maybe he's right. Maybe there is something that mattered with me. I should just read these lyrics. All so right, no, no. no. um, <laughs> uh, I've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty.
1: I got who? Who? Uh, wait.
0: What? What is it next? I've got who's it's. Who's it's. Who's and it's.
1: What's it's.
0: Galore. Uh huh. You want? Think bobs. I've got okay. twenty. But who, but who cares? cares? No big deal. I want more.
1: I want. Yeah. All right.
0: All right good stuff all right I was spitting good. fire back then. <laughs> that those were actually the lyrics off of Lil pumps new new, new ep oh
1: yeah out. okay no, all no. right
0: <laughs> but yeah self-love and we talked a lot about grades and everything like that mm-hmm. but uh i think that a a aspect when it comes to social uh like comparing comparing yourself to others mm-hmm. and you know stealing away how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. is with social media especially Instagram. Oh, I, yeah. I, I I as a communications major, I love Instagram. It's great. Like mm-hmm. it's it's wonderful but at the same time, you know, I, you know, as a 20-year-old, I feel very um, You're only 20? You think it sounded so eight? Yeah. No like no 20, no, maybe, uh, no.
1: Well, I don't know. I'm just
0: Well Kat, just, you're forty, no.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I am a forty two year old woman. Yeah, yeah, Here I am. Yeah.
0: Congrats. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um you know, like as a twenty year old, you know, like I I go on Instagram and like, you know, I see people, you know, at the beach or, Mm. you know, whatever. And I'm very happy that they look the way they look. But (laughs) I I look at it and I'm like, man, I wish that I was that toned, that muscular, whatever it may be. And I am a 20-year-old guy. I can't imagine, you know, what it's like to be a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. To be be a 15-year-old girl or guy, you know? And, and and, And to see these uh, these, these images that either are or aren't, you know, face-tuned, photoshopped, whatever it may be, Mm. and this, this total, um, this total celebration of, like, hey, you know, I look this way, and, you know, I'm not taking anything away from them, but don't compare your physical looks to others in a negative light, you know? I, that's a, that's a very big I think problem that's a big thing, especially
1: in like society now, since social media kind of runs mm-hmm. so many different things like you there's really never a conversation you don't have you have that doesn't really include social media at some point like hey follow facebook Instagram Twitter, mm-hmm. like all these snapchat all these different things yeah. but i mean i I think it's good to have these social media platforms, but also if you don't tr- like handle it correctly, I, I think it can actually be a little bit detrimental to. Um, your ideals and like how you see yourself because it becomes just comparing yourself
0: to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think that, you know, it's it's a great creation to like, you know, connect with people and to mm-hmm. talk to people and, you know, see what people are up to. But if it becomes, if you get on a social media app and then once you close it, you feel worse about yourself. Yeah. Like that's that's a problem. Probably you know? not good. And again, I'm not at all, Taken away from from the from the achievements, you know, of these of these Instagram models of mm-hmm. you know these fitness people, but I think that I I think that we can do uh, things as as as, as posters yeah. of, of of that content. If you do post that content, and, as well as viewers, and be yeah. you know like I either monitor, you know, like, am I am I viewing this picture to view it, or like am I going through his or her, his or her entire profile to, to you know, look at their pictures, and they're like, oh, they're so attractive, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. If you think people are attractive, good. It'd be weird yeah. if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'd that be a problem. But, you know, don't think that, oh, you know, like, because this person is so attractive, I am not attractive. Yeah. Cause, because it's not like there's a selective number of attractive people on earth yeah you should you know? just
1: learn how to like appreciate yeah. it and not so much like compare yes. yourself to it yeah. exactly to exactly
0: them. and just because you know let's say you know um Zac Efron you know he he's an attractive man Yes, all right I, I agree he, he is most definitely attractive but his attractiveness doesn't take away from, like
1: your attractiveness, yes. or like the way that you see yourself. Exactly, like, you're still awesome. But yeah. Zac Efron's also cool. We're just, we're yeah. just
0: both cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? It's 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 like it's like, you know. Zac Efron has a type of attractiveness mm-hmm. that I am not. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't make me not attractive in general. Yeah, yeah. It just means sure. that compared to Zach Afron, I'm yeah. not, like, a Zac Afron attractive. Yeah. You know?
1: You're, a, you're, like, a different kind of attractive. Yeah. He has his own attractive. You have your own attractive. Yeah. I have my own attractive. We're yeah, all yeah. attractive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, the other day... The, uh, not the other day, but, like, two months ago, this girl commented on a snapchat picture i took and said that i look like jesus if he was a millennial and from europe and i'm like you know christine i'll take it i guess (laughs) like like, yeah sure if it it it, it is that manner of like you know this is how i look and i'm happy with that yeah you know if you're going to the gym if you're doing whatever and you know you want you know bigger muscles whatever it may be (laughs) Nothing stopping you, but mm-hmm. also realize that like, who you are right now is mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, and you keep mentioning like um, bo- like body image, and yeah. that's something that I really definitely struggled with. And um, you were actually there for like my coup talk, mm-hmm. and I really, uh, I really, I talked about something that was very like a huge struggle of mine for a very long time, and I had people uh, come up to me at the end. They're like, yeah, I like it definitely really struggled with that too and um there's just something about body image that just really overpowers you sometimes like whenever you're not happy with like the way that you look it, it can be if you don't know how to handle it, it it can be so so bad for your your mental state like i was i mean with I mean, we talked about this and I, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like I definitely struggled with an eating disorder and, mm. uh, I struggled with self harm for like years upon years, like since I was 13 and now I'm like 22 and you know, like that's something that like I carry with me like every single day. Like it, it's definitely one of my identities and, um, to know that like a big issue that, Um, I had was with body image like I I think a lot of my body image issues was what caused like my severe depression and like Mm. my anxiety um and now when I think about it I'm like dang I really let the way that I see my body like affect me like Mm -hmm. that you know and um I, I think people don't ever really attribute that to um their depression and, and their anxiety not to say that depression anxiety only revolve around body image, but people don't really think about that you know because you're there for for someone who doesn't struggle with depression anxiety they're like like what's the issue like you you look fine and and if you don't like why does it matter like why shouldn't you be okay with yourself but it, it's just I don't I can't explain it like. Mm-hmm. The way that you see yourself is so important for your mental your mental state of mind. Like it, it's just I don't know, like I, I don't know if you've ever struggled with something like that no, or yeah. like you've known anybody, but it, it hits you in a completely different way than like grades would or yeah. um you know, just body image.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's crazy how it's, much it hits you. Because you know like like grades, you know, they, they're they're your quote unquote future or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're a student, like that's your primary occupation. But with with body image, like you can't, you know, school's out. It's summertime. Great. Well, like your body image is still there. Yeah. And well, like, in school. Is You're still stuck there. with
1: that like every yeah. single day. Like that's what looks at you in the mirror. Precisely,
0: and and again, if you want to improve things about yourself physically, go for it. But mm-hmm. also realize that you know that won't make you any more or less of a human being than you yeah. are right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that what happens to a lot of us is that is that. Uh, is that when we, you know, see a picture of ourselves w- when we look our- when we look at ourselves in the mirror, like our eyes immediately go to our quote unquote flaws, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you know, like I have this this thing here, and that's you know distracting from my entire outfit, or yeah. like you know what whatever it may be, and honestly, ninety five percent of the time, the people are not gonna even notice like what you're looking at, you know, yeah. I- or or if they do, they'll be like okay yeah however you know she or he looks great or yeah. whatever it may be mm-hmm. absolutely
1: yeah um we tend to be our
0: own worst critics true yeah true i feel that i feel that as a person <laughs> for sure but uh, my friend a while ago she texted me uh this question is being in love and loving someone or yourself the same or different and mm. i'm going to read my answer and okay. I, and i want your opinion on okay, it. okay. All, right, all right i'm ready sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're good um you can be quote unquote in love with several things you can be in love in love with a feeling with the moment with your job etc it can uh, um uh, you can be a life moment or a good day or whatever this also goes for people we can be in love with the idea of a person we can we can have these memories and um and talk about all the good details about someone or ourselves and while this is a very authentic feeling it is highlighting the the good details about ourselves. it's highlighting all all the things that we feel that we do well or that we have that are "Quote unquote good." Yeah. When you are when you love someone or yourself, you love them for the whole. Yes, you love them for the same uh, pros that you are in love with them for. But you also love them for their "quote unquote" flaws, for their anxieties, mm-hmm. for their for their mental struggles, for whatever it may be. These things that are normally seen as bad or flaws are things that don't matter to you because you are fully in love with who they or you are as a person. Yeah. Uh, When you're in love, it is I love them past their flaws. When you love someone, it is I love them because of their flaws.
1: Yeah.
0: So, what do you think about that?
1: I think that's very well put. I really like that. I'm... That was very well said. I'm not sure I could explain that any better. No, I,
0: I, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that I, I think that people uh, have a very, you know, like, oh, I love them through their flaws, and you know, granted, you know, flaws are not preferable by any means. Yeah. But if you're, you shouldn't be looking at yourself like, oh, you know. I love myself even though my grades are bad. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I love myself even though, you know, I I don't look like Kendall Jenner. It's yeah. this it's total, like, you know, like, I, I love myself because I am who I am, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, yeah. there's no ifs, ands, or buts about
1: it. Yeah, and be, I mean, because you are you, like, you have... Everyone has flaws, first of all. Yeah. Um, and, and I think whenever you say, like, I... Whenever you say, I love myself, and you truly mean it that's you realizing that you have flaws but loving them anyways you know um because there is no perfect person i'm definitely not perfect i've never met anyone who's um not perfect but i i I mean i've never met anyone who is perfect um but i've definitely met a lot of people who are perfectly imperfect if yeah. that makes sense. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, and uh, I think it took me a really long time to realize that my imperfections um, are totally fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, I I think I still struggle with like my little imperfections, but um, the ones that I can I can improve on, uh, I definitely try to, mm-hmm. but o- only to a certain point because there comes a point, like I said, um, where it gets just too too much and you really shouldn't push yourself that far Mm. but i also have like really great people in my life who remind me that um your imperfections are fine and we love you just the way that you are imperfections and all and uh, i really uh i'm I'm really lucky to have such like a great support system to
0: help remind me of all these things Mm -hmm. yeah no what i i feel the exact same way (laughs) it is this absolute you know like I am, I'm, I'm, very grateful to have friends who, you know, they know when I'm feeling down about myself, but then I'll try and make a joke or anything. Yeah. And just like nah, like not happening. And I'm like, yeah. All right.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and they make you feel so validated. Like, mm. like I totally understand why you feel this way, but you know, like this is like this is something that it's going to get better type of thing, which is, which actually encouraged me to do the kook talk. Mm. They were like, you have so much to say about like self love. Like do it, do it, do it. And I was like, no, like I really don't. But I sat down and I was like, what can I say? And I wrote out like this entire like essay. I feel like I was writing like my genetics paper, my like 23 page genetics paper from like four years ago. Yeah. yeah it, it was very, I just had so much to say and so much, experience and and knowledge that i i've accumulated over the years over Mm self-love um because i've gone through the struggle of it and i mean i'm not even through it all like i still definitely i think when whenever you struggle with uh self-love it's something that you keep struggling with whenever you um like i I have definitely gotten better um like depression wise like I, i think high school was like the peak um, so it, it's definitely gotten better for me, but that doesn't mean that I still don't have um, days or weeks where it's just like very much rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, like I said, support system that is just fantastic. Like I wouldn't be here
0: without them. Mm-hmm. So no, I I I absolutely understand. <laughs> it it is it it is this like you know I'm very thankful to have friends who who you know have seen me you know, thriving and doing whatever, and then also friends who, you know, have seen me, you know, bawling my eyes out. Yeah, it's, like, down in
1: the pits, and then you're, like, I ugly cried, and you still want me?
0: (laughs) Exactly, it's just, like, I'm, like, you heard me cry, and that's never a sound that people are, like, oh, (laughs) you know what, I really want to hear this again, but, you know, like, you, you still, uh, like, you helped me during that time you know Mm -hmm. like like yes you were there when I was thriving when I was doing whatever when I was you know feeling good about myself but then you are even more there when I'm not that and that's what I really appreciate
2: yeah
0: uh so you talked about like not overcoming uh these these problems with self-esteem because they will always come back in, in, in big or small ways. But like, what are some ways that you've learned to just kind of, you know, fight off those feelings of unworthiness?
1: Um, well, I think the biggest thing for me now is, um, is having that support system and really, uh, leaning into them whenever I'm feeling that way. Mm. I I have a very special group of, um, friends and like people that I love that, um, I know are always there for me, um, and whenever I'm feeling a type of way, I guess I really lean into them for support, and um, they understand that. So I, I think um, I attribute a lot of my, uh, and I think it's okay to say overcoming um, of like feeling low about myself because overcoming doesn't necessarily mean like you've completely fought it. I think it means realizing that it is an issue and you found a solution, but whenever you do struggle with it again you know how to come at it you Mm -hmm. know like you know how to combat it whereas before like high school me would start feeling low about myself but I would instead of going to my friends I'd revert to things like you know self-harm or Mm -hmm. um just doing things that really were not good for me um so I think a big thing my number one thing is probably surrounding myself with people that I know really care about me Mm -hmm. and care about my, um, my health and my, my mind. Um, and then the second thing, um, is it, trying to figure out what the issue is. Um, like, why are you feeling this way right now in trying to find a solution, but also understanding that there might not be a solution and not beating myself up for mm-hmm.
0: the lack of solution. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. I yeah. I think that, you know, like for me, the first thing was to find, you know, a group that I can rely on, Mm -hmm. and either, you know, it's people who just love me and to a point that I will never understand, Mm -hmm. or people who are going through, like, the same thing (laughs) that I have, you know? Mm -hmm. There's... Uh, a bunch of cahoots going on over there right? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah I it, it definitely is you know like finding like a a good community of people you know who are gonna be there for you who recognize yeah. uh, that as, as well as just you know being more okay with w- with your effort and not what other people put it as you know yeah. w- you know it could be grades it could be you know not uh not having a boyfriend slash girlfriend you know mm-hmm. like that doesn't mean that you aren't attractive or yeah. anything like that just, you know just just knowing that you are who you are mm-hmm. and that is enough for everybody no matter what anything in society says yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. i
1: totally get that wow we're vibing right now. Do yeah, you dude. feel that.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> is a good stuff. I'm, good stuff. Yeah, I it just self love in general is very, uh, it, it, can feel kind of awkward at first. Yeah, like, I think it's it, a heavy it, topic. It is. To discuss. It is, but it's it's one that needs to be talked about. Yeah. Just because uh you, I I found that you know a lot of people struggle with it, to varying degrees. You know, mm. whether it be something small as like oh well. Um, you know like I got a 95 and someone got a 96 and then that's it or like I got 95 someone got 96 I'm a bad student yeah I'm, I'm like a bad daughter son you know yeah. like I you know everybody goes through it at some point to different degrees and mm-hmm. I think that you know reaching out and asking for help and just being open with the fact that you are, like, struggling is so important to do at the beginning because then it just becomes bigger and bigger and it becomes this voice in your head that you just can't uh, escape. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I, I, I think that, I don't know, like, talking about grades for me is extremely relatable, but other people... Um, I, I think don't really realize that grades can take such a toll on someone's um, mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. being in college, I think I really realized, like, why have I been letting my grades define, like, who I am as a person? Like, I understand, like, getting disappointed and, like like, for instance, dropping that class. I was, like, so sad, but... At the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, you tried your best, and, and that's really all you can do. And anything after that is just you just self-hating, and that's not good. You
0: yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I agree with everything mm. that has been said. And yeah. Yeah. Um, Kat, thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for it. inviting me. Just because, like, I, like I, I wanted to do a, a podcast about this topic, but either it was weird if it was just me yeah. or, like, there really wasn't anyone that I felt, like, vibed with me on, you know, like, how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, two different perspectives, you know, like, for me, like, as a, as a con major, who you know, who's 20 and as someone who's, you know, towards the end of their college career,
1: yeah. uh, you
0: know, in a different heritage where, like, work is definitely, um, you know, ha- uh, more heavily emphasized. Yeah. I, I just really it was very fascinating to hear your perspective and your wisdom. And I appreciate you coming on. Of course. Thank
1: you so much. I I really like this topic. Um, I mean, of course I do. I gave an entire 15 minute, like talk about it. Um, but yeah, I, I think talking about mental health and self love and just, um, self worth is very important to discuss. And I really encourage other people to talk about it more. And, um, I don't want to come off like I'm an expert on it because I definitely am not. Um, but I, if, uh, anyone listening to this is like struggling with it, like hop on this train with mm-hmm. me. Like, we we'll, can, we can like ride this together. Cause it, it's definitely a really, um, scary experience to go through by yourself without knowing that you actually do have like an incredible amount of support. Like I've found a huge support system at U of H, mm-hmm. um, and I think you should really, like, look into the things that are available to you, not only, like, on campus, but, like, just your community, your friends, your family. Just, like, be open about it, talk about it, because I think more and more every day it's becoming, like, a little bit more accepted, like, to talk
0: about these type of things. Yeah, it it, it, it definitely is, you know, like, breaking that stigma and, mm-hmm. and breaking that, you know, like, few moments of of. Of maybe awkwardness yeah. is worth you know like finding a a support community finding people who uh, can help you and finding people yeah. who have gone through it mm-hmm. and as it just it helps so much yeah and it, life just gets better mm-hmm. you know like it can be the same exact day but when you start loving yourself and living confidently in who you are
2: mm-hmm. and
0: not who you think you will be in yeah. a year and five years if you study for this exam mm-hmm. if you you know whatever it may be being confident in who you are right now and loving that is the best thing that you can do for yourself ever yeah. you know
1: yeah and like what, one of my favorite parts of the kook talk that it was actually the end i don't know if you got to listen to my to my ending do you remember
0: uh i Go ahead and say it for the okay. <laughs> people listening.
1: Um, so uh, I always I've done like a mental health conversation like that before. I did it for uh, something called the semicolon project. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was they we hosted it on campus uh, I think two years ago. Um, so if you don't know what the semicolon project is, it, it's this um, this I guess campaign or this movement. Um, uh, and semicolon is, you know, like that, that period at the top and the comma at the bottom, um, and semicolon, um, in like, like grammatically is used whenever, um, it could be the end of a sentence, but you, you decided to, um, finish out that sentence. I I don't know if I'm seeing the exact definition of what it is. Um, so yeah, so it's a little bit representative of, um, uh, living, um, so people who struggle with mental health, uh, or who have suicidal thoughts, or uh, don't want to be here anymore, um, they started this semicolon project movement um, to tell everyone like this could be the end, like yeah. it, but you chose to not allow it to be the end. So um, it's this is really awesome opportunity that I had to speak about my experiences with mental health and my struggles, um, and and I ended that conversation or that talk very similar to. Um, the kook talk that I did and um, it's something that I wish that someone had told me whenever I did have those suicidal thoughts Mm. and that's that you are needed here Mm. um, and that the world no matter how much you think the world hates you or no matter how much you feel like you don't belong in this world like you do Mm -hmm. Um, no one is the same as you Um, and I feel like I felt like whenever I came up with my talk like if I were struggling with that, like really struggling with that and still feeling suicidal. Like I wish someone had told me like stay, like I, I, I we need you to stay cause this world's not going to be the same without you. Um, stay because like you're needed here and because like, it's not the pain that you feel is definitely temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think people, um, forget that, um, the world is full of different individuals. No one's ever going to be the same as you. And if you decide to leave, up uh, too early, like, it, it's not, it's not fair to you, and it's not fair to the world, it, it's not fair for anyone, because, like, you were put here for a reason, you know, and you got to live out that purpose, and, uh, yeah, like, I, I think it's so important that, um, when someone needs to hear something like that, that they hear it, and it's just so, I don't know, I'm so passionate about it, like, I'm no, getting yeah. emotional, like, no, talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. it, I'm so passionate on the topic of just, helping people realize that they serve a purpose Mm -hmm. no matter how like purposeless they feel like they have a purpose or and i've met people who felt like um they didn't like they, no one loved them and that breaks my heart because like if you feel like no one loves you just know that there's at least one person out there that loves you like mm. always like it, it's applicable to everyone and if you still feel like no one loves you like know that like i love you because mm. like i know what you're going through and i know it's it sucks but it, it gets better like mm. always like no matter what situation you're in like the pain you feel is absolutely temporary so like don't do don't do something permanent for something temporary you know,
0: yeah. I really couldn't have said it any better. Thank myself. you. Like, so passionate about it. You could just just have my podcast now. Okay, I, I'm just, gonna run the show. Hey, yeah. I'm Kat.
1: <laughs> I run Wisdom of the Arts now. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, wow. I like that's like that's so accurate and beautiful and like people like like people need to hear that. You know. Yeah, for sure. And,
1: so if you're listening to this, yeah. and you feel like you don't have. A purpose or you feel like you don't belong here anymore you're completely wrong In um like I said in my kook talk like if you feel like there's no reason for you to stay like this is your reason like I'm talking straight up to you right now what's up dude like I'm speaking to you right now what up yeah, yeah. what up yeah 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 uh, just stay and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. just enjoy this life with me with all of us yeah and, yeah
0: Beautiful. I again. I. All right. That's Welcome it. to my show, that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kat, thank you so much for coming of on. Of course, I thank really you do, so much. I I'm really so do this is so fun. Uh, we broadcast live three p.m. Central Standard Time at CoogRadio.com or the Radio FX app. We are on facebookcom slash wisdom in the We're on the Apple Podcast app. We are on Podcast.com. Um, yeah, like there's. Self
1: love. Yeah, Do, Do it.
0: Self love. Do it. To close us out, this is Years and Years with the song King. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.
2: Bye.